0: welcome to the i didn't know what the fuck i was doing podcast
1: we're your hosts Teresa and david this is the podcast with two adhd entrepreneurs who jumped
0: into uncertain territory and made lots of unpleasant mistakes along the way we
1: were able to figure out what we're
0: actually passionate about and we are here to help you do the same
1: each week, we will release two episodes discussing how we navigate our
0: businesses, relationships, and health. As well as interview excellent guests who share their own personal IDKWTF stories. Listen today so you can hear some relatable content as we normalize uncertainty in business and in life. Because it's
1: important to admit that no one really knows what the fuck
0: they're doing. Welcome back, everyone. We are here with another episode, part two, with our interview with the wonderful Avital Miller. And the first part, we kind of covered her journey, her story. We learned a little bit just about kind of the struggle she had and what she overcame in writing a book and how it kind of led to a whole bunch of new things and experiences in her life. And uh, what else do we learn, Teresa?
1: Well, we also learned that I'm Teresa Merrick and you're david Oh, yeah. <laughs> so this is the beginning of a new episode, <laughs> and it's part two. So, just in case our listeners didn't know, and they started, was, go back and something. check out part one as well, because we've already learned so much good information, how to tame teenagers and all the like. So, yeah. so yes. All right. First episode, you shared with us one. Of the four steps of mm-hmm. your full-bodied success mastery. And yeah. we want to know what are the other three steps? Please share.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I want to, what I didn't make you do earlier is there's dance moves to each of these. Yes. So you don't just have to sit there and listen. Oh. Okay. Uh, well, what's
1: the, what's the first, what's the dance move to the first one? So we don't miss it.
2: Yeah. No, we don't, we had to do the whole dance together. Otherwise you can't audition for my dance company. So got
1: it. Got to gotta be ready for the audition.
0: Did you actually start a dance company?
2: Or oh, well, I mean, okay. So, yes, <laughs> I said that as a joke. But okay. side note, we did we have, have, have group to perform in. at the Valentine's Soiree. And I would like to have an even bigger group perform at the next Valentine's Soiree, which is kind of like this MTV-style hip-hop sexy dance. Oh. Uh, and then we are going to have a group do a very simple movement piece with these angel wings at my next charity event which we can talk mm-hmm. about in a little bit well oh. david and i will learn the
1: dance and then we'll do a TikTok about it oh my god <laughs> we so should <laughs> that, that would be, well, be well, so much know. fun yeah.
2: <laughs> look for our TikTok friends okay so hands on your heart and this is focus on your reason to live so you're gonna re- i love how david's like right on his heart instead of in the center so you, that's you're that's fine true. either way so you're gonna reach <laughs> your arms forward and open and uh, say reason to live. So you have to speak it to reason to live because the live. options are vast, wide open potential. And what I will say to this is that we're just touching on a couple of the points of each of these, but I have actually created exercises to help you manifest them. So often, like we get caught up in not realizing what our purpose can be or not believing that we're capable of it. So I've created breakthrough exercises in the online course called full body success mastery. And then here's the key is do you ever feel like, all right, like, I know what I want, and I'm starting to go for and I'm excited. So I'm starting to tell people. And then that's when you get like the me with writing, like, no, you can't write like, oh, no, you only have three months to live, right? That's a lot of the stories for my book. But you have people like, Oprah Winfrey, Steven Spielberg and Michael Jordan and Einstein, like at Lady Gaga, you know, all these people were told that they didn't have what it takes in their field. Thank Mm -hmm. goodness they didn't listen. So here's Mm -hmm. the key. And you have to do this with attitude. I want you to put one hand on your hip and if you're standing, you can even cock your hip to the side. Okay, You can do it in your chair too. One arm forward. One arm forward. Yes. And obviously the other arm finger (laughs) pointing up and don't listen to everything. You can shake your head with that. Don't listen. It's like the Beyonce move.
1: <laughs> yes. Like this almost to, like her attitude. Like that's that's what I'm thinking of is like the Beyonce attitude, except with my <laughs> finger. Like, no, 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 <laughs>
2: no, no. I do this with all my talks. By the way, there's like three or four points and there's like a move for each one. So this is the full body success, the FBSM top dance. Right. Okay. So we're not listening to everything. And I could just touch on, it's actually... I think it's the last story in my book, Maureen Bells, but she was given just a few weeks to live. She was diagnosed with stage four non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, a type of cancer. She's mm. on her deathbed. Her son comes to visit thinking he needs to say goodbye to his mom. But he has this moment where he's like, I remember the strong single mom who raised me, who knows about energy healing. Mm. So he says to her, why didn't you fight? Why didn't you fight? Mm. And she's like, do I have a choice? Do I have a choice? And she just heard it ringing in her head: choice, choice. And she all of a sudden started feeling better, and getting better. Mm. And you know, I can go through all the details of what was going on. I mean, she was in hospice, eighty pounds, like not getting up, not eating. You know, just pain all over her body. So after that moment, she wasn't feeling pain. She was hungry. It was huge. She had one more round of chemo scheduled, and she thought, "Well, I don't need that." And then she's like, "Okay, no, let's let's just do it." But let's look into what's actually in the drugs because she hadn't done it to this level. And she realized that the first drug she looked up was made from her favorite plant called Vincastrine, the Vinca plant. That's periwinkle. And she planted it everywhere in her adult life. So now she's like putting this thing in her body, which causes, you know, good things to happen, but also negative side effects. Mm -hmm. And it's her favorite plant. (laughs) She loves it. (laughs) So normally it would take nine or 10 hours for everything to get into her body. And then mm-hmm. this time it only took three and normally wow. her urine would turn blood red. And this time it stayed its normal color. There were a lot of things. going. I mean, the nurses were like, she's gaining weight. Her hair's growing back in. Hey, doctor, like, are we giving her a placebo? I'm like, no, no way. Wow. Yeah. I mean, basically, you know, take, take anything, keep investigating, keep tuning into your intuition. What's true for me? What's true for my body? We don't know everything yet. <laughs> so mm-hmm. there, there's more to discover. Leave room for that. And and then maybe it, it just seems like this big thing that is kind of hard to approach. So what do you do? You do what you can do. This is mm-hmm. number three. You're going to circle your hands in front of your heart, which is an energy healing technique. Okay. And you just nod uh, your head yes yeah, now.
0: Likewise. Does it matter? And
2: they do or different things. So, just do whatever like you that. feel like doing. <laughs> have a full on dance party. I know, I know. For oh. all the
1: people who are just lis- listening, seriously, you have to go watch the video of us. Yeah. Exactly. So, Spotify has video now. We're on YouTube. Like, seriously, mm-hmm. you're going to have to see the moves. you could do you could do tiktoks with us too just let us know we'll do tiktoks with you
2: yeah (laughs) speaking of the moves can we can we just review real quickly to make sure we've got them yeah Yeah. number one hands on your heart open your arms forward reason to live
1: like i'm gonna hit stuff in front of me and back up a
2: little (laughs) yeah i know you got to work around the mics there all right a little bit of attitude don't listen to everything and then do what you can do So here's a story from my book that I like that represents that. This is Dr. Brooke Goldner. She had lupus. So Mm -hmm. serious that she was on chemo in high school. Oh, wow. And and then she goes through her medical school and she thinks that she's just going to live a short life. That's it. She's like, well, I'll at least make the most of it and help other people experience less pain by becoming a doctor. And she falls in love. Things move so fast that after one month, Thomas Tadlock's his name. He asks her to marry him.
1: I love that.
2: And she, she, she tells him, you know, because she hadn't, she's like, we just talked about movies and books, you know, we, and I'm talking about lupus. And he's like, she's like, you know, I'm probably not going to live long. I can't have kids. My body's going to deteriorate. You're going to have to take care of me. And he's like, hmm, a short life with you is better than none at all. No. Oh. I know.
1: That's like <laughs> just the sweetest thing. I'm <laughs> such a sucker for a love story. I really am.
2: <laughs> this is about 15 years ago, time-wise. She, she's like, okay, like I don't just wear a white coat, I get to wear a white dress. And and then she's like, Okay, but if I'm getting married, I want to look good. And he's like, Okay, well, you've come to the right person. Because he used to train MTV stars to lose their partying pooch quickly before the next music video gets reported. Oh,
1: so he knew how to help her train Mm -hmm. to feel her best.
2: Yeah, but there was one difference. She said, but I'm not eating meat. Mm. And I think she she wasn't vegan before that, nor knew properly how to be vegan anyways. So she became vegan, went on his diet, and looked great for the wedding. Before the wedding, she did a routine lupus test. No lupus. Wow. Been that way for 15 years. Wow. She's had two kids, normal pregnancies. Quick recovery. What did she do? Vanity. (laughs) She wanted to look good for her wedding. Right.
0: But she also had a reason to live.
2: She well, she did. I think she in her mind, right? It's like she's she's expecting, you know, like I'll just enjoy this as long as I get. And sometimes, like, your reason to live just extends your life, right? It doesn't necessarily, Mm -hmm. you know, make it forever. But in her in her case, the disease is gone. And she's a doctor. So so now she combines her medical science with nutrition training that she did. And helps other people that I mean, that that's one of the things that's really special about all of this is that all of these practitioners and myself, we, we received the gift of, of lessons that we've learned of new skills that we've gained, but then we keep giving the gift back. Mm-hmm. And that's why I like to add on that the number four full body success mastery, you're going to be <laughs> reaching your arms up to the heavens okay. and then you're going to be singing. What is the gift? What is the gift? What is love it?
1: You're gonna sing, so, David? Can we review all four of them again, real quick?
2: <laughs> yes, hands on your heart, reason to live. Open your reason arms to live. Let me see some attitude. Don't listen to everything,
0: don't listen to everything.
2: Circle your hands in front of your heart, do what you can do,
0: do what you can do,
2: and let's sing it what is the gift? The gift. <laughs> like I get this visual. Okay. You're going to go to the emergency room and, and you're not going to deny, you know, like the pain that your body is in, but typically it's like, okay, like I'm in pain. I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know how long it's going to be till I'm seeing a doctor and I'm watching everyone else around me going through this experience. And I'm just feeling worse and worse and worse while I'm sitting there. So what if we sat there and we're like, well, Hey, yeah, there's going to be a lot of shitty moments with us. Excuse my language, but
1: <laughs> All right. You could like have <laughs> language in the title of our podcast. Here. Leave here, that yeah.
2: out. That was, I, I swear <laughs> once a year. So you guys just got it. <laughs> it
0: <was> special. <laughs> we got the one swear year. So actually a, a funny story real quick, just to interject. When we first launched the podcast, I reached out to Amazon to see, I was like, Hey, would you like to help promote the podcast? She's like, oh, David, you're so awesome. I'd love to help you promote it. And I was like, here's the title. And she was like, I don't promote things with curfews in it. I was like, that's totally fair. And so it's just totally off-brand for you. And that's, that's yeah, totally cool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, for the longest time, I only would say F. Unfortunately, my children have heard me swear a lot more than just F.
2: But
0: <laughs> I actually don't curse a lot at all. What the I just F? Feel like it's That's why I like the IDK. That's so funny.
2: So if you're sitting in the emergency room and you're just singing, what is the gift? Now, they they might send you to the mental ward instead. However, (laughs) (laughs) you're going to feel a lot better. That's that's
1: so awesome. Like that's that's I mean, my my mom lives by the motto every day is a gift. So that's been like drilled into my head since I was little. My younger brother has down syndrome. So he had heart surgery when he was five months old, like open heart surgery. So like, there's been a lot that my family has like grown and in love and in there, there's so many gifts that have come from this initial kind of shock of like, your baby has down syndrome. Oh, also he has a hole in his heart. And I was seven and a half when my brother was born. So it's like. Every day is a gift. So when you're like, "What is the gift?" like it resonates so much. And when you look for the gifts, when you look for, "Okay, what can I gain from this?" it really is such a huge mentality shift.
2: Yeah, I mean, at at the end of the day, we're looking at like how how do we make everything better? How do we make the challenges that come up better? Right. So you don't get enough people who sign up for your event, or well, so the Valentine story, right? Hold on one
1: second. I want to go into this in depth and I want to take a really quick break and then we'll come back and we will do all things Valentine's story. Cause I want to know all about it.
0: And real quick, just to backtrack before we hit our break, do you, you teach a full course on those four steps, right? There's an online yes. course for it. Okay. Yeah. We'll link yeah. to that. Cause it's, I know we had to go over it super quick and there's a lot more to each one. So mm-hmm. maybe we can link to that course for you in our show notes.
2: Oh, just go to <laughs> healing happens. For you, dot com, And then click on the courses tab. Perfect. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: We'll put that right in the show notes for you.
1: Yes, we will definitely. Cause I like, I'm totally going to check it out. I love it. That's Thank so you. great.
2: Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Well,
1: then we will be right back. Thanks for listening guys. This is a podcast for anyone looking to improve their personal, professional, or family life.
0: We craft these episodes so you can learn from or relate to our experiences and opinions.
1: And we'd love to hear more about you. So if you're interested in connecting with us further,
0: as well as other like-minded individuals,
1: we recommend checking out our creatively named Facebook group, Colorado Entrepreneurs.
0: You don't have to be from Colorado or be an entrepreneur to join, but it doesn't hurt.
1: Just go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Colorado biz. That's B-I-Z. And send us a join request.
0: Or check the link in the description and show notes below.
1: Thanks for listening. And now back to the show. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. I'm so excited. All right. Avital, I really want to hear all about your Valentine's Soiree. Please tell us about it.
2: Yeah. Well, this was one of the creations that came out of building community from community. And it started with three personal trainers working together for a holiday workout. And then it became this huge 250-person charity event with a fashion show where sponsors got outfits designed and got to walk the runway with a date auction with the, I told you about the, the MTV style, like group piece that we did. And there was a burlesque performer and the circus foundry who trained with Cirque du Soleil and Montreal. And it's kind of like that. If I keep talking about it, you're just like, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. I had gone to Tony Robbins in November. And then I went to Disney world right after that. Scree Robbins is in, in Florida. And it was like, okay, you got to make things outstanding and keep the, the energy high and keep it exciting. And that's why I say it like these charity events, there's five pillars to them. You know, so one of them is really also about uplifting people through the the creativity and expansion of it. But I, I I had been part of big events that other people were running, you know, of that size or like helped a little bit in some ways, but I hadn't personally run an event that size. And normally like you jump up in size a little bit from <laughs> event to event and the first year I did a Valentine event, we had 80 people with a waiting list and that was what the venue could host. And then the second time we did it during the pandemic so we could host 40 people so we could be socially distanced. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we sold that out. And then <laughs> I was I like- want to
1: say that's really great that you were able to do it during the pandemic still, because if it's a charity fundraiser, I mean, it's so important. So I definitely also want want to know what is the charity for?
2: Yeah. So we, well, the, the it, it evolved as we went. So we actually had three, okay. three charities in the beginning. Okay. um, awesome. And so the last one was for no kid hungry. So I think the idea of, of child hunger, that's I like am... a hot
1: button for me. I love that. I love that so much.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The, the difference is I don't know for sure, for sure, if we'll do them again next year or not. So it depends on how much they work with me because I'm working with two local charities who help end trafficking or help survivors recover for the next event in September. And I am loving working with, you know, charities who are local. That's wonderful. That's so exciting. Yeah.
1: Okay. So you had 40 people in COVID year.
2: Yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, you know, we're just gonna give like a quick a, a kick or a, a push. And, and make it way bigger. So let's go for 200 people for next year's Valentine's event. So we going from 40 to 200. And I will be honest with you is that I didn't market to the community who came the first year, nor the community who came the second year. Oh,
1: you like started over?
2: I started Basically. over because... Things change in the world and in our lives and, and yeah. who we are, and they weren't they weren't the right target markets. Of course, mm-hmm. they were all invited, and so I focused on established entrepreneurs. Uh, I really just wanted a lot of people who are really in, into you know sharing their business to share it with each other and and help support each other. But I find oh. entrepreneurs are just so energetic and open.
0: How did it develop? So you started with you mm-hmm. know forty people, and then so you got. Circus performers and you got fashion designers and you got hairstylists and like cosmetologists. So how did this like whole thing progress? Because it sounds like it might have started, okay, maybe I'll do a fashion show and then it turned into something elaborate. Yeah, I mean,
2: I mean. Remember the the first thing was a, a fitness a fitness workout, yeah. and then a potluck. And then a friend of mine said to me, "Hey, why don't you do acro yoga for Valentine's Day instead of a fitness class?" I'm like, "Oh, that's good." And she's also a dancer, and I'm a dancer, so we're like, "Why don't we do partner yoga and movement connection exercises?" And then that actually started my whole "How to Love and Be Loved" series of of uh, relationship programs, and some of them are done through the physical you know motion also. But but so we're like, "Okay, let's do that," and then let's throw dance party afterwards. And then this lady who I know who had a speakeasy was like, why don't you do it here? And then I'm looking at it and I'm like, there's this room that you have to go through in order to get there. I'm like, why don't we make that an escape room? And then as I'm talking to people, I have a friend who's a magician and I'm like, we need a bartender. I was like, you want to do magic at the bar and be the bartender. And then another friend leads like meditation and another one's a massage therapist. So we already, the the event two, two years ago, already started to have quite a few pieces, you know, mm-hmm. in it. And then the the 40 person event was completely different because we're not gonna be getting close. <laughs> right? right. Um yeah, but, but, away. but people can come with their household and sit at a table for a meal in a restaurant. So what if we're sitting at a table and playing games? And what if we make it like a black tie, you know, like game parlor? And then somebody's like, hey, what if we do a date auction to raise money for charity? So, so we've got those elements. And it was fantastic. I mean, both of these events were my highlight of the year. So a friend of mine who'd been both the first two years asks me at the end of the second one, how are you going to top this? And this just came out of my mouth. Well, I'm going to combine them next year. So here I am. And, and, and granted, remember I said, I'm, I'm not working with the people I worked with before. And at first I'm like, how am I going to do it without them? And then I'm like, no, 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 I just have to figure out how to do it bigger and better. Like that that's how life goes. Like you don't get set back. You just get launched forward. So I'm like, all right, who's going to make this bigger and better? And all of a sudden last year, I fell into the fashion industry. It's a whole other story. But all of a sudden I'm like <laughs> emceeing fashion shows. and I don't know. I've, I've been in these like photo shoots and walking and dancing on the runway. and, <laughs> anyways, and I, But when I'm emceeing, I'm an organized person and I've, I've hosted a bunch of things, right? I'm a leader. And, and all of a sudden, I'm like helping like the flow of all these things that are happening. So I'm, I'm just learning a lot about how, how you're putting on a, a fashion show in, in the process of that. Oh, yeah. The guy who runs the fashion show, he has a fashion magazine. He put me on the cover this magazine.
1: Oh, wow. So it's like, you just kind of kept creating more community as you went. And cause I love it. You talked about community a couple different times. And I think it seems like just you, you're, that's what you do. You build community around you. And yeah. so then you just call them into action.
2: Is- Sometimes I call people into action, but really what I do is as I'm interacting with people, I like say, Hey, this thing's going on. And if they lean in, I'm like, okay, I'll tell you more. As long as they keep leaning in, I'll tell them more. And they're like, <laughs> mm-hmm. then I love that though. I mean, that
1: really does it shows when people are very interested and they want to know more, and they, you know, so the right people are showing up, the right people are listening, and you're asking the right people to yeah. join you.
2: Yeah. But this is just, so I, I really, what I do is I have conversations with people. And I say this when I go to networking events, I'm like, just plan a one-to-one with me. Like we'll have a conversation. You, you tell me like what your goals are, what you need to be working on. And like literally we'll create the coolest things together because of that. So it's just sitting and listening and then brainstorming together. And part of why I like telling everyone is because everyone has new ideas that just feeds Mm. in more and more. Cause there's all these little, like, you know, subtle things Like as small as what we might put in our silent auction for the Wow Jubilee to help end trafficking is auction items where when somebody buys the auction item, let's say there's a massage in it, the massage therapist who's donating it is going to donate two massages, one to the person who buys the auction and one to a survivor. So it's like a buy one, get one, uh, you know, kind of of thing. And, And so a lot of these special gifts sometimes can be more subtle, sometimes can be this huge partnership. All right? The gal who makes the angel wings who we had in the Valentine, sorry. She, I mean, I'm also looking at like, who's great to work with. Mm-hmm. And so she was great to work with. And she's just somebody who uh, I'm like, I want to keep doing stuff with her. You know, so there's been talk and like taking the show on the road to kind of create things like this, where you're developing community around a charity event in mm-hmm. other cities. But I'm like, can we take her wings on the road? Like, Yeah. <laughs> Well,
0: I know we're here. running a little low on time, so I want to make sure I'll respect your time here. But I'm curious, a 250 person event isn't, especially when you haven't run one, before, isn't the easiest. So what's what were some of the hardest things and the biggest lessons that you learned?
2: Yeah, I mean, the, there's a lot of a lot of little things. Like what is it? We used a consignment company to give us donations into the silent auction, but they—you have to start the bidding too high if you want to be sure you're going to cover your costs. So it doesn't get people into bidding wars, and then you have to pay shipping for the products. And so, like, we didn't make any money off of doing that, right? So th- those are small things, but I think I—I I mean, I—I I was. <laughs> I said yes before, like like not even knowing if I'm really gonna have time. So I'm I'm working day and night. The last two weeks I just didn't sleep. I mean I stopped having a social life, like nothing else besides the Valentine's where like one track mind, and Mm -hmm. I really did a great job prepping so much beforehand, Mm -hmm. Um, and sometimes like. When you talk to people, they present like, yeah, I'm I'm capable of this. But I and also because so much is moving so fast. And if they're volunteering or giving you this great discount, you just go with it. And so I didn't ask enough questions questions to some of the people being involved to say well how big was the event that you've done before like how frequently have you done events like mm. that mm-hmm. and so we really had like one person who touched on a lot of areas at the actual event where just a lot of things didn't happen because of that one person and granted i prepared everything properly in advance and and trained her and heard her say Back, But I could have done a lot more training and practice with her beforehand and find out because a lot of it was actually dealing with stress in the moment and her mind went blank. So mm-hmm. I was worried that people will be asking me questions because I knew too much and I didn't offload in- enough information. I wasn't the case. That was just because she couldn't figure out how to problem solve in the moment. And so when it comes to the event, I'm actually supposed to be the, because that's the most important thing is that I'm, I've been developing all these relationships. There's other people who can take care of all the back end. And here I am in this like beautiful gown. And I'm like sitting in the middle of the ballroom, like fixing this computer, you know? And then I had, you know, one one of the people that was a little bit of like the, the person who tests all these parts would come up like freaking out. Like this thing is happening. I would just look around the room and be like, hey, everyone looks like they're having a good time. One, this isn't something you need to freak out about, at least me. If she wants to, that's fine, but <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't need to freak out. But two, this doesn't, in the big picture, create that much impact mm-hmm. because everyone's having a good time. A, a lot of the things that that fell through the cracks didn't impede the overall experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and what it, what it leaves is room for next year for me to do it better and then to be like, oh my God, there's all these other things.
0: <laughs> yeah. So what are some of the biggest takeaway lessons that you're going to kind of implement for next year?
2: Yeah. So it's asking more questions beforehand. Mm-hmm. We've already scheduled for like the charity event in September, a day to practice with all of the day of volunteers, how it goes, because that person also needed to delegate. Right. And so there's all these other people who, who might've been good on their own, but they weren't told what to do. So if they're practicing beforehand, then they also need less instruction on on the day of and so i think it's just at it's just asking more questions and doing more practice beforehand do you implement
0: like contracts for each person do you you have like contracts and like contractual agreements
2: well what i'm doing right now it's certain people will give me a a contract and you know and so i'll work on that with them but i'm creating forms to fill out you probably filled out some forms david last time and it's it's people thought i was like forms queen excel queen and now. I'm just doing that even more. So every single person who's involved in the event has a form to fill out. So it's a little more upfront work. But then it's also just putting in there like a little statement, like, here, here's what we're giving you, you know, here, here's what we expect from you. Just, just a small thing. And I can make it more and more formal as we go. There were a, a lot of people, I'd never experienced this. I mean, with a charity event, you think people would be more generous. And actually, I'd never seen so many people want free tickets. <laughs> like, I
0: mean, that's <laughs> a thing, yeah yeah
2: and, and I didn't know how much it costs to put on an event like that so it's like yeah of course I'd love to but no like this this is gonna like you know it, it would just make me like so cost well, it's, a char- like-
1: it's also a charity event like Pay for your tickets, please. <laughs> I know. Like just
2: like like what is this for? Yeah. Yeah. So it's even just the people who are involved. I added a section in the sponsorship form called In-Kind Sponsorship because there were there were complaints afterwards that I like didn't you know, give give them what they thought they should have gotten, but there was zero discussion from mm-hmm. them as to what that expectation was beforehand. And it was only one or two people you know, that kind of bothered me after the fact. It's like, You know, we yeah. I would have loved to give you that. It's a little late now, so so that just answers the question. Like, here's here's what we're giving you.
1: (laughs) Well, we're almost out of time, and again, we do want to respect your time. And it has been such a pleasure to have you. But we want you, like, what do you want to share with us about? You have talked about something going on in September. So if you want to, you know, whatever you want to share for our listeners right now, we want to promote what you're doing.
2: Yay, thank you. The September event is called Wow Jubilee. And I you to imagine the beautiful Denver Botanic Gardens walking through the gardens, and then you get greeted by all of these different performers like Stilt Walker and Juggler and Lulu Hooper. And then you get to find all the out about all these organizations that are involved with helping in some process of the anti-trafficking or recovery efforts. And then you can sit down for a beautiful dinner. And then you see these high-end dance performances, sharing these stories of from trauma to potential, including myself performing. So that gives you a picture of this event, wowjubilee.com. We are not planning to live stream this event. We will live stream Valentine's Soiree. That's mm-hmm. valentinesoiree.com. So you can sort of plan for that in, in advance in February, wherever you are. A lot of people do fly in and we do get hotel deals, but you can donate and you can bid on the silent auction for any of these events. So that's already posted at wowjubilee.com. And then we mentioned me giving a gift and being the Energizer Bunny. Oh, wow. oh yeah, your gift. You did mention that. <laughs> I'm so excited. What is the gift you're giving me? i know what is <laughs> it <gift?
1: laughs> maybe gift? not me but what <laughs> is
2: the gift? it just yeah. reminds me when i go visit my brother's kids he has seven of them and they're like what'd you bring me did you bring me a gift did you bring me a gift because i actually <laughs> stopped bringing gifts every time i come because i'm like i don't want them to you know like have associate with
1: you with only giving them gifts you are yeah. the gifts and the gift.
2: <laughs> yes, that's my love language quality time. Like me giving you time is my gift. And actually, I will give you my time uh, as part of this gift. <laughs> I mentioned being an energizer bunny, then I mentioned having fatigue. And then I got back to being an energizer bunny and hiking up for tuners and traveling around the world giving speaking engagements and dancing. But I had to explore in the process, well, what made me originally energetic, what takes me back to that. Mm-hmm. And There's things that we can do to just instantaneously raise our energy, but also understand what is going on inside of ourselves so that we can make that a continual thing of having high energy when we want it. So, there's a webinar that I lead live with you so that you can ask questions and we can interact and I can personalize it. So, it's called Energize Your Life Three Keys to Unlock Unlimited Energy. And you simply go to unlockunlimitedenergy.com to sign up for the next date. Excellent.
1: All right. Well, you have given us lots of like web addresses and everything throughout this. We will post all of those in the (laughs) show notes. So everybody can just go and click and check it out and check out your free gift because it has been such a pleasure. Everyone, you should go spend this time with Avital. She's amazing. (laughs) Thank you.
0: It's been an absolute pleasure having you here. I very much appreciate you saying yes as you do and going to hang out with us for a little bit and sharing your IDK WTF stories.
2: Ooh, um, I even swear for you. <laughs> <laughs> we got the swear word of the year
0: got it you got it <laughs> thank yeah, you guys
2: absolutely. so much for having me as a guest too i mean i know that david does great work and so i'm only going to assume that you do too Teresa. and everyone listening to these podcast episodes is probably really really lucky
1: thank you yeah we're so excited good. to be here with you so what a great compliment
0: <laughs> awesome and thanks to all your listeners for checking out another episode so out go to the show notes click on all the links see the stuff follow avital miller she's everywhere on social media as well and i am excited to talk to you guys again
1: yes bye, bye. thank you so much
0: Thank you for listening. This has been the conclusion of our two-part series.
1: And hey, congrats for making it here.
0: If you didn't happen to catch part one, just go back to the previous episode to get the full story. It was a really good one. If you enjoyed today's conversation, please consider liking, subscribing, and or reviewing us on wherever you listen to your podcasts.
1: Also, if there's someone you know who clearly doesn't know what the fuck they're doing and would benefit from this topic please hit that share button and send them this episode.
0: Let's normalize the feeling of uncertainty,
1: asking for help and admitting that we don't know what
0: the fuck fuck we're doing either. either.